Good morning and welcome back to my podcast, What She Wants. I'm your host, Mandy, and this freak show is what I call my life. So we all know that I've been on this journey to kind of reclaim myself. I don't need to find myself. I'm pretty good with, you know, who I am at this point in life. But there are some things that I feel like are still missing. And so what do you do find those missing links in your life? I thought... I just had a revelation on this, so that's why I thought that I needed to be the girl that I felt like was the best girl of me, the best version of me. And I feel like when I was a teenager in high school, I really had my shit together. I knew where I was going. Yeah, I accomplished every single goal I set for myself without fail. And I did it. I had awesome time management skills. I accomplished so much. Not only did I babysit to earn money, I was involved in school after school activities. I was captain of the flag corps. I ran track. I did all of my homework for the seven classes. I, you know, attended classes. You know, I got up early and went to bed late and had no problems with that. And so I am just like at a loss is what I feel like. I feel like I'm at a loss for who I was, that I can't, I'm not as great as I once was. And that is not really the truth. This is what I had the epiphany about. I feel like because of what I went through with my oldest daughter and being raped and then having that Ivy League education jerked from me um, in my mother's decisions and then all the decisions that followed that and the toxicity of my life was, is like, my ultimate failure. I feel like I'm a failure because I was raped. I feel like I'm a failure because I got pregnant and my mom took my opportunities away from me. I feel like I'm a failure. And so I'm trying to get past that. Well, I'm scrolling Facebook the other day and there is this meme and it says that you have to cut ties with your toxic past, which obviously most of us who are fighting this battle already know. So if you don't already know, you have to cut ties with the toxicity. I don't care if it's your mother, your siblings, you know, your father, your grandparents, whoever that toxic person is in your life, you have to say bye-bye. It's, it's time to move into better realms of your life and you cannot do it as long as the toxic person is still active in your life so I did I've cut ties with my mom my oldest daughter rides for my mom so they can stay paired up together over there away from me (laughs) and so 
<coughs> excuse me, but what I did not even until I'm scrolling this Facebook page and I see this meme that really says I also have to cut ties with the version of me who allowed it to happen. Now that's pretty deep. The version of me that allowed it to happen. Because I really thought that girl had her shit together. But she let all of this happen to us. And while I love a lot of her attributes, I have to realize too that there was a part of her that was that was toxic as well. And that's the part of her who gave control up to my mother, the one who didn't care, who acted out of rebellion for the decisions made for her. That girl is toxic too. And I have to acknowledge that I played a part in the failure of my life, just like the toxic people. I can't ever be naive to that thought. So, at this point, we're going to take a quick commercial break. Let's support our sponsors. And if you haven't already done so, click that subscribe button and turn the notifications on. That way, whenever I put a, a cast up here, you'll be notified. All right, we'll be right back. All right, welcome back to my podcast, What She Wants. Your host, Mandy, and this freak show is what I call my life. So if you missed the last segment, we were talking about this journey I have been on to reclaim myself. And I feel, I've been feeling like a failure at life because I didn't hit the goals that I had set for myself in high school. And that's a very difficult thing for me to process. Like, I was so good at achieving everything. Like, there wasn't anything that I had set down for myself. And I spent a lot of years blaming someone else. I blame my mom. I blame the guy who raped me. I feel like they kind of tag-teamed me and kept me in that rape state um, for a long, long time. And so it, just a few days ago, I ran across this meme and it said that you have to let go of the toxic people in your life to make those changes. But you also have to cut ties with the person you were who allowed them to do those toxic things to you. And this was such a light bulb for my mental health relations. I never thought about it. Like, I wanted to really go back to being the girl I was before that rape happened to me. And then all these decisions came after. I wanted to be who I was before. I felt like she was the perfect person, the perfect version of me. And when I had this epiphany with this meme, I was like, wait a minute, the person that I am now, she is so much stronger. She is so much more knowledgeable. 
she would never allow someone who's toxic to do those things to her at this point not to say that I'm invincible to you know being raped or, or violence in that type of way but the aftermath of, of a tragic accident I think I'm better equipped for now than I was then and I'm I guess that n- now the journey has pivoted for me to realize that I need to love myself um, mental health is a difficult issue for everyone because there's no cookie cutter answer. There's no like, oh, if you just do these steps, then, you know, you'll make it past this. You'll, you know, everybody has their own way of coping. They have their own way of um, developing boundaries, you know, the whole nine yards, everything that has to do with mental health. And so I've just been like, this kind of, this makes sense to me now. This really, really, really makes sense to me now that I have to let go of that girl. She wasn't a failure. She didn't fail me. You know, when trauma happened to her, she coped the best way she knew how. And for a long time, that meant sitting in a cesspool excuse me, an cesspool of depression only to come out and rock the world. And I call that my rebellion years. <laughs> I do. <laughs> like I rebelled against every decision that was made for me. Nope, we ain't doing it your way. I'm gonna do it my way. And I did. I rocked. I rocked until my grandparents had, you know, massive culinaries. And I even remember telling my grandma, Mama, I love you. May you rest in peace. But I'm like a cat. And I have to make mistakes. I have to fall down. But just like every other cat, I'm going to land on my feet. I just have to go and live and experience and fuck up. I have to fuck up. If I don't fuck up, then I'm not going to learn. Yo, I had all of the book smarts and zero life experience. Yes, I was an army brat. I I had some amazing, fabulous experiences before. But I've had some amazing, knowledgeable experiences after. And just sitting here doing this podcast is my way of of cutting ties with that girl and saying, honey, I love you. You were the best part of me. But we're all grown up now. We survived some shit. We are not victims. Sweetheart, we are beasts. And we're going to take the rest of our life and we're going to beast through it. And there is not an experience in this world that will be able to shake our foundation of who we are, who you are combined with who I am now. I love you, sweetheart. 
I really do. I love you. I want you to come back. Come back to me. And together we can walk hand in hand to beast mode the rest of our life together. And that's not really cutting ties with her. I don't think that I need to let her go. I think she needs to realize that we learned so much valuable information from those experiences that we're unshakable. That even when life struck me three years ago and my kids had to experience the first traumatic thing in their life and it was so traumatizing that our strength was so strong that they stood up to the adversity even when they were getting beat they didn't let it shake them especially you Woody even now the strength of of who I am now is in you and I don't think that there is anything in this world that you'll be you'll be ill-equipped to handle I'm gonna take a short commercial break I'm sorry to do this to you again I'm gonna go dry my eyes and blow my nose before I just start spitting nastiness all over the place so pay homage to the sponsors please click the link go check them out um, and and definitely definitely if you want to start a podcast even if this is just your means to to some healing like it is for me do that go sign up for anchor i love the platform it's amazing and um we'll we will be right back don't forget to subscribe Thank you to our sponsors. Love the message. And so welcome back. This is What She Wants. And I'm your host, Mandy. And this freak show, it's my life. So I was talking about cutting ties with with the person you were who allowed toxic people to harm you, cause you trauma, to be toxic to you. Because really you're trying to find your strength. There's going to be more toxic people who come your way. This world is so big, bad, and ugly. Next time it might be a different family member or other um, kin people or, you know, strangers. Hello, strangers hurt us too. It's more common to be hurt by your own family members because those are the people you are most vulnerable to. Strangers come in the form of friends or um, boyfriends, girlfriends, spouses, significant others. The people that you think you've fallen in love with 
because you allowed your mom, dad, brother, sister, uncle to treat you some type of way, then you allow this person and you call it love because that's what you know as love from the toxic people. Take me. My mom is a complete narcissist. And she's the narcissist who will turn the situation around and blame you. Well, there are thousands of relationships out there, boyfriend, girlfriend, even my own, where I've had to check my husband about this. Now he claims that every time I describe our relationship is, woe is me, he's the most awful person in the world. And I don't really feel about him that way. Because what I really fell in love with the most about my husband is that he had that self-recognition factor for mental health. And he knew that he had built some coping mechanisms out of the anger caused by his pain and his trauma. And that protected his heart and his spirit from toxic people who had done him harm. And it protected him against the rest of the world. And as we've grown together in the past 20 years, yes, we have been together for 20 years growing. We have come to realize, hey, wait a minute. You know, he's just as hurt and damaged as I am. And he is just as emotionally vulnerable as I am. Just because he's a dude does not make him any less emotional of a person. And I think in society we're taught that. Like guys don't cry. That's bull crap. Guys don't cry where you can see it and make fun of them. Right there. So growing together and going through the trauma that we went through with our children has really accelerated our growth together. Because, hey, wait a minute. You grew up in a toxic household, and we get that. But anger drove you to do irrational things. It made you lose control of yourself. And so don't do things in anger. Don't drive yourself with that anger. I'm going to show you. You said I couldn't do it, that I was stupid. Well, I'm going to show you. It's not the right attitude to have. I'm going to do it for me and I'm going to show me that I can do it and that I am not what you say I am because I know that I'm not what you say I am. And my confidence like that has drove him crazy. Like he will, he'll be like, you're so stupid. Oh, okay. I'm stupid. You're right. Yeah. And it just rolls right off of me. I have problems in my own self, forgiving my own self for letting all this happen because I did feel like I was smart and I did feel like I was capable and emotionally stable. And then, bam, you know, I turn around and let my toxic mother destroy my life. And I have felt like a failure ever since because of that one decision to, in my depressive state, You see, I was depressed after I was raped. I like went into a shell for a year and did not come out for a long time. It felt like forever. And then lo and behold, 
Yo, years later, I meet my husband and we're discussing these things. And again, this is what I like about my husband is you have this understanding about a person, our psychology, our sociology, yo, and you apply that to your life. You apply that to the way you live and how you move and the decisions you make. And I got mad respect for that because I at least had it a class. Someone, you know, taught me about this. We learned about subconsciousness. We've learned about brain waves and how your brain thinks on different wavelengths in different emotions and the control in that. This dude didn't have none of that. My guy had no, he dropped out in the seventh grade, y'all. And I was like, whoa, you got some intelligence. You had a desire to know about these things so much. You drove yourself to go and study them and find out about them. So I got mad respect for that. Now, in my own journey right now, like we did in the last segment, I'm telling that girl that I am searching for, hey, wait a minute. I really have to cut ties with you, honey. I have to let you go. And I don't want to because I do. I love you. I love who you were. You were like the perfect me, but you weren't. You weren't because you were too trusting. You made decisions in emotion and and failed yourself because we could have done it different but we didn't know that then we know that now we didn't know that then but now we have experience so I am the same girl and I do love her very much but she's all grown up now and I think that the practice and getting back in the habits that I used to have that I appreciate that's really what I'm longing for not so much to be that girl that 16 year old girl I want to be the best of both worlds I want to have that girl's habits with this girl's knowledge and so it's time for me to kind of marry those two so getting up putting on my makeup making my bed every day those are things that I used to do then that I miss doing for myself I need to re-establish those habits I need to pick the habits that I miss about myself and bring those back I don't want to bring back that girl that girl had toxic decisions for us because of her inexperience not through a fault that she had not because she was stupid because she was unexperienced so I think when I marry these two girls together then I will be the perfect version of myself my ideal self that I have in my head like oh I can make a to-do list and get it done now I know for everyone listening that this is is easier said than done I set goals for myself all the time that I miss the mark on. Like, I want to exercise every day. Great. I'm still like 40 pounds overweight. Well, I'm probably a little more than that. Try about 50 pounds overweight. Yo, 
And it's not because I just sit on a couch all day. I mean, I'm active. I do things. I just don't have an exercise routine. My brain wants one. My body begs for it. But just something says, oh, I'm too tired. I don't feel like doing it today. And I think those are the things where I'm going to start working on. So you'll be able to, to watch my growth. Because the one thing I love about this podcast for myself is that there's an accountability. I have an accountability to you, to you who are listening, to say, wait a minute. If I can do this stuff, you can do this stuff. You know, I've been in the depression where I locked myself in the room for a year and wouldn't come out. You know, all I did was cook and clean in my house. And there were days where I didn't even do that. I live like a slob. And even in the past few years, just the wear and tear mentally of the trauma that we went through as a family, I've just been more like, fuck it. Only in the last year have I really found my fire again. And I did that because at some point I burned the ship. I don't want to go back to being depressed and in my room. I want to go out and do things. Well, that means I got to leave the house. I want to go enjoy life. It means I got to leave the house. And the more I started leaving the house, you know, I'm not even going to lie. I used my kids up completely with that because I did it for them. I don't want to be the piece of shit mom that my mom was. So let's go to fencing. Let's go to Lego engineering class. Let's go do this. Let's ride horses. Let's go take this class. Let's go do this. Let's go be at the library. They got this kind of program going on. Let's go down to Makerspace. We'll record some music. We'll make some 3D printer things. And I always had something for us to do every day. And that's where it started because I could overcome my own depression for the sake of my kids because I felt like I could be stronger for them than I was for myself and so I built from that David and I screamed and hollered at each other until we realized that hey wait a minute we both are healing from this past trauma that came before our kids Hey, why don't we do something about this so our kids don't have to live like that? And they know how to build good coping mechanisms. They know how to set boundaries for toxic people. And again, I can talk about these things now, but if you listen back to my first podcast and where I was two years ago, I was devastated. But the podcast, again, this helped me pick up And I'm a journaler. Like, I would write journals, but it wasn't enough. I had to take the next step for myself, which was recording the podcast in secret, away from my husband, away from my kids, when I was all alone in the middle of the night. And even now, you know, they know that I do the podcast now, and it's a lot better because it's out in the open. But I don't like it when they're around me while I'm recording, you know, so I set boundaries. Hey, wait a minute. This is my time and my space. And I don't want to talk about my feelings and my thoughts 
and you interject your thoughts and feelings onto me and think that that's how I need to feel. So what are we going to do this this week that says, hey, I have some boundaries that I need to set. How are you going to cut ties with the person that you used to be who allowed the toxic people to hurt you and cause you trauma? Because it's not your fault that you were caused trauma, but at this, in the same breath, you were a different person before the experience. And now that you've had that kind of experience, you're stronger and smarter, and you can be able to set a boundary that will protect yourself from making decisions. Maybe, you know, you don't go off without a buddy and you don't go anywhere alone. Or maybe you don't have contact with your mom, brother, sister, uncle, dad, whoever that toxic family member is. Or, you know, maybe you don't, you know, you change the way you make decisions about what you do. And that's the ultimate growth right there. Because, yes, I forgive you, young woman. I forgive the past me that made the decision that led to to the trauma. You didn't know. How was you supposed to know? You weren't. But now this happened, and now we're wiser, smarter, and experienced. Now, how are we going to forgive that, that version of ourselves and cut ties with it? Because even the, like, I'll forgive and never forget thing, great. Don't forget. Don't forget, but change it around. It's not a negative thing anymore for you at this point in your life and your experience because you've learned and you have grown and you are making different decisions for yourself and I think that right there is the key to being the best version of you because if as long as you are growing from your experiences and even the bad ones even the ugly ones taking that experience and turning it around to be something positive for your own growth for your own decision making process I think that is when you can say hey I'm healed so I need to get off of here I am technically at at work so I am going to say goodbye for today and tomorrow I promise I will make a better podcast so let's go do some growing let's go do some learning and let's figure out how we can take our experiences and make this positive life for ourselves this better version of ourselves until tomorrow thank you for listening I appreciate that you're there for me and that I'm not alone.